The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Ashholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron, joined once again with Ed, Matt, and Ben, and we're back. We're back. We're back to back. Yes, back to back. <laughs> We're back to back to back. You seem enthusiastic at the Jose Dominguez. Yeah. Yeah, that was L- a little, little oomph to it. Extra pep in your step yeah. today. What happened? Uh... Well, I got rained on walking in, so I got a little bit of rage built up, you know? Yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. I can uh, I can definitely feed off of that today. We, uh... <laughs> He's kind of like emotional vampire. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll just try to add to it and amplify it maybe a little more. We'll see what we can get out of this. You're usually a little on the quieter side, but I, I kind of like fire. Up, Aaron. This is a new side <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, it's not new. Trust me. Uh, yeah, we are smoking the back to back. The Nicaragua. This is the Robusto size. Um, this, I don't think they can hear that. The thunder. Yeah, yeah. Thunder lightning <laughs> out right now. So if we could suddenly cut out, you know, it's a little distracting. But they, I don't think they can hear it. So. No, no. I'm sure they can. But it's it's distracting. I um, mean, it's not like we have a professional audio engineer here that can no. pick up, you know, ambient sounds. And Which is actually <laughs> it's interesting. It was talking to Ed right before the show, and I was like, Ed, have has anyone in the studio ever lost broadcast from a storm or anything? And he said no. So. Fingers crossed. There's no wood up here to knock on. But yeah, it's usually just user error. Uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fine. I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, that'll be fine, too. They probably didn't want to listen that long anyway. No. <laughs> Except for that one guy that wrote in. That one guy. There's always that one guy. <laughs> uh, so, far, one of the things I noticed off in this cigar right away when I took it out of the cellophane is I didn't even, like, put the cigar up to my nose to smell it. I got a rich aroma like right off the bat. I could smell it from a foot away and I was like, wow, that's really sweet. And it was really, I found it very inviting and I was really excited because I was like, oh wow, this is going to be a good cigar. And then you lit it and Uh, what happened? And then I lit it and it was good. Smooth, Mm -hmm. good draw. Um, What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, definitely getting that uh, cedar kind of sweetness, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, oak. It's got, you know, some uh, wood notes, but still with that, that sweet. It's deep. On the, hmm? It's deep. It's deep. It's like a, it's a deep flavor. I okay. Get, I get a lot of the, uh, no, I mean, I, I, I get a little bit of the wood going, but I, I have a, like a dark, dark chocolate. Um, really, I'm not getting any chocolate. I'm getting like a like a dark or maybe maybe it's a, it's more on the like a lighter side maybe because I go to oak because it's more of a, like a vanilla hint, not like a pure vanilla but just enough to be oak. See, I'm getting something. I'll go with a little chocolate on the retro. I'm getting like a dark chocolate, maybe like a hint of coffee, something in there. Mm. While at the same time, it does have a sweet finish. So, like I said, it's a deep, it's a full flavor. Uh, I would definitely call this. And it's but it's smooth too at the yep. same time. It's it's an enjoyable smoke for a lot mm-hmm. of flavor. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's Davidoff, so it'll have you know a lot of flavor, but it's not going to knock you on your butt. They're not, yeah, no, they're not looking to uh, you know shock anyone. <laughs> no, I mean the only thing that's shocking about back to back is some of the sizes that it comes in. 
um, what is what is what is that one size? The bigger one is that a seven by seventy? We might have a seventy. Yeah, there's a seventy. I think it's a seventy. The big, yeah. the big one. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they go five fifty, six sixty, seven. There is a sixty ring, but I believe yeah. there's a seventy ring as huh. well. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the cool kids are doing it nowadays. We yeah. do have a question from the viewing audience. Ah, Silva Nelson asks. Oh, Nelson. You guys eat trees when you were kids? Eat trees. No, I ate a lot, of, a lot of paint. Yeah. While living under power lines. and <laughs> No, it's just when you bring up, like, it tastes like oak. Oh, it's, oh, it's a fair question. That is a fair question. No. <laughs> uh, good point, Nelson. That is a good I'll point. Give to, I'll give uh, it to him. And actually, I, I go with oak uh, more than other woods because, you know, I haven't tasted other woods. Um, you mostly eat oak? <laughs> no, but I, I can identify oak from uh, wine tasting. Yeah. I, I've done a fair amount of wine drinking in my time. And I there's an, if you have a, a same... Uh, grape that's in an oaked barrel versus an unoaked, which is usually like a steel barrel, mm-hmm. you can taste that difference, and it's like a vanilla note. And difference. I get, and I get that from drinking a lot of different whiskeys and bourbons. Um, Do you find a lot of unoaked uh, bourbons? I guess no, I, but I just you you. I've never really looked into it. The, the barrel are the barrels always oak, or are they other woods you, as well? I'm not but sure. I mean, you know, you definitely get a taste for that mm-hmm. that oakiness yeah. from the barrel. I mean, that's definitely a huge part of, especially you know, with whiskeys and wines, especially aging in the barrel. That is one of those things that you know you, you do pick up when you drink. And I drink both. I drink a lot of wine and I drink a lot of whiskey. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, go to a, a wine tasting, find. A table somebody that that's serving a a, usually a white wine is easier to pick out a white wine mm. that's there's a steel barrel so unoaked and an oaked um, barrel wine and you can taste that difference yeah I haven't done many wine tastings myself uh, it's on my bucket list well it was on my bucket list for the year yeah now it's like oh, it'll be a while before a, we see one <laughs> there's a lot of things that have been changed now so mm-hmm. wait were you dying at the end of the year well no but you know well, like he was my, thinking of ending it but <laughs> You know, COVID just kind of took the fun out yes, of that. You, Nobody will pay attention. You make a list. We marked for the as a COVID death and all the <laughs> crap you want to do and try to make your life exciting. But you know, I mean, at the same time, you never know. I don't have a list. No, I'm getting goal settings. Ah, just setting have, yourself up for disappointment. Do you have like a like a, a full <laughs> lifetime bucket list of like nothing? No, I got nothing. Have you just accomplished everything you wanted to do, or? I never care. particularly <laughs> wanted to do anything. And, see, uh, see, we're kind of like in, the, in that same realm. It's like lists, eh, goals, t- eh. take it or leave it. <laughs> we'll just deal with whatever comes. Well, now, Aaron, are you going to get your ass back to school like DeVos told you uh, to? We're, we're actually back, uh, fully back. Well, I say fully, but next week. So I've actually been in the building. Mm. That, that's why I yep. shaved my beard is because we have to wear masks all the time. That's yeah. pretty irritating to yeah. have a beard itching underneath, Yeah, uh, kind of chafing against the mask. Uh, so we have students actually coming back in the building next week. Yep. So it's like a summer school month. session. Yes, it's yeah. a summer school. We usually do a summer school session, so it's a shorter week. It'll be interesting. So, so you're following the orders. You're getting back to it. Yeah. kind. Of, yeah. I mean, we were kind of kind of leading the charge anyways mm-hmm. but uh yeah we're doing everything is based on the you know board of education whatever they say so i have an interesting question actually uh obviously you know with everything going on it's uncertain times and there's so many different things and there are still people out there who are still you know afraid to go out so what happens when you have you know a legitimate concern from a parent who's mm-hmm. like i don't want to send my kid to school they don't have to so that child can still distance. Well, for, for starters, for our summer program, it's always optional. Like pretty much always optional. Okay. You know, it's it's special ed, so it's 
most people take advantage of it. But it's not like you're gonna get truancy, you know, a truancy officer after you right. for missing it. Um, but also, I mean, pretty much every school system is going to be making co- accommodations, allowing people to continue to do remote in some districts and whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't know what fall is going to look like. Nobody does. Right. Um, well, but it's like I a week to week basis. The leaves will change color and it'll get. I don't know. The way this year's been going, it could be uh, asteroids and stuff. Could or look whatever. A lot different. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, nobody's being forced to do things when they're not feeling safe, you know, unless you feel like you're going to suffocate from wearing a mask. Then, uh, you know, <laughs> you're an adult, then you're not being forced to do anything. <laughs> so Valerie Bradshaw writes in the comments, when you walk into the aging area for wine or whiskey, the oak aroma is very distinct. Mm-hmm. I want to just read that off since mm-hmm. we were yep. just talking about that. And it's true. Yep. Um, you know, and, and it's kind of true for a lot of different things that you walk into. You, you pick up the aromas. Even if you walk into a humidor, like downstairs. Cedar. Where all the boxes. Like a cedar. Yeah, when there's a lot of cedar around. I mean, yep. you get to know the different yeah. Since mm-hmm. once you know what you're smelling yeah. or tasting, then you can identify so it. So there's definitely a lot of truth to that, you know, for you know, everyone else who's, you know, watching at home and you know, following along with that. Yeah. I mean you, you pick up on these notes and especially right. when it's something you do all the time, like smoke cigars, you drink wine, <laughs> you pick up on certain notes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. smell and taste are so closely linked anyway. Right. They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. not a huge jump. Now uh Matt, can I ask you a personal question? That depends, but okay. Well, it depends on what. It depends on, well, all right. I can ask it, but you will choose whether you want to answer it or yeah, not. Yeah, and that will be an answer in itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying I plead the vets. They're like, oh, I see. All right. Are you, are you left-handed? No. Then can I ask why you're wearing your watch on your right hand? I was trying to figure out why you kept like staring me down. I'm like, what's uh, he looking I'm at? I'm left-handed, and I wear my watch on my left hand. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just feels right there. Ah, interesting. I've it's, always, it's I've always, just, I've always worn my watches on my right hand. I don't know why. Hmm. I just always liked it over there. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a big watch. It is. It, it is a good size watch. It's like a clock. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, surface wise, yeah, it's pretty on the larger side, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's very deep. Yeah, which is, I guess, you can kill somebody with that, like I just think by this, backhanding them. I think this is actually the it largest. Would probably crush their skull or. Make this an indent or something. This is the largest. I'm getting dark size. again. Yeah, you are. Yeah, that's so <laughs> <laughs> you, you are getting dark. Yeah. You, you took that from around the uh, neck of Flavor Flav, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's where I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's actually the largest size watch that this manufacturer makes. So. Besides the grandfather clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and I imagine it's changed somewhat. In the olden days, you were writing a lot more by yes. hand, yep. and it sort of. Yeah. It's not necessarily comfortable if you're writing all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I have a like the watch I'm wearing now is just like a junk watch I wear just to tell time. So I don't yeah. have to pull up my phone. So it's not very deep. It doesn't really interfere with things. But then my I have a dressier watch that would be annoying if I had to write with. Mm. But uh, if I'm wearing it, I'm usually not needing to do any writing. All right, I've got a follow up. Okay. All right. How often do you check the time on your watch versus your phone? I actually go out of my way to check the time on this watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. If you have to go out of your way, it kind of defeats the purpose. Well, it's, it's very heavy. It's like a lot <laughs> yeah, of, you know. I mean, I, I, I get my I, curls in. I tend to use it. You know, I you know, you spend the money on it. You want to use it. You don't just yeah. want it to be there just for show. You know, so I mean, that's I mean, you're spending the money on it. It's just for show. <laughs> oh, so. it's the most accurate timepiece I have. It's like yeah, no. It is pretty accurate. Watch. It's a chronometer. Chronometer. Yes, it's true. It is. Yeah. All right. He's uh, very intrigued by my timepiece. I really here. am. Yeah. yeah. You don't have yours on today. No. 
you have the green Rolex, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I during the pandemic, I've just decided not to follow the time at all. Mm-hmm. It's a wonder I get here. I mean, it's yeah. Aside, well, I yeah, get here aside, five hours. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what time it is. You don't know the time it is. Yeah, no, it'd be. Yeah. You're actually here before me today. Yeah, which so doesn't happen. One anymore. of these days, I'll show up on a Monday and just wait. <laughs> Do you put that in the safe? Just say, man, eh, screw it. I'm not wearing it for a it's while. Not in the safe. Do you have a winder for it? No, really. He just wears it. I've been wanting to get a winder for this because, like, even if you don't, you don't go like two days. Like, you right? Know, I don't like having to like rewind it all the time. I mean, like, I'll do it, but like, it gets annoying. It's like one more thing you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's automatic, not manually wound, right? Yeah, it's an automatic, but it'll still run out because it has yeah. a reserve. So this, this yeah. is a, this is a Breitling Avenger. So it's got a sixty-hour power reserve. I th- mm, I think it's fifty. Okay, I think it's fifty. Yeah, useless. Jump. <laughs> yeah, you get sixty or don't come in anymore, Matt. Like you go to binge a show, an entire series and it's out. You know, because you have moved. <laughs> Still three forty three. Yeah, oh, I know, all right. right. Got another episode. Um, why don't we do the top five? Yes. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So for today's top five list, uh, I decided to go with, for no particular reason, the top five most-selling cars, trucks, and SUVs in the U.S. so far this year. This year. So this calendar year. This calendar year of 2020, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, At number five, we have the Toyota Camry. It's always in the top five. It's always there. It's a solid car. Yeah. It's one of those. I mean, I've had a a few Toyotas, and they've always been super reliable, so you you can't, can't knock them. And then at number four... There's another Toyota, the RAV4, which, mm. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody, but it's kind of a girl car. So The RAV4. <laughs> a lot the, new of one, the new ones are pretty good. The hybrid, They're much better than they used to be. They're not quite as boxy and ugly as they used to be. Mm. Yeah. They were like a junior SUV before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they're... Are they more mid-sized now? They're more mid-sized now. Everybody I know who owns one is a female, so that's why I said that. Yeah, including my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there so, you go. My it girlfriend works. drives a, a Nissan Rogue, which is kind of similar. Yeah, so. yep. Um, number three is the Ram pickup, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, which I think you're going to see a trend here as we continue. Cause at number two, we have the Chevrolet Silverado oh, yeah. a vehicle that I own. Everyone knows what and these, these are in order of like the most yeah. selling most. It's, yeah. it's interesting that uh, pickups are higher on the list mm-hmm. than like sedans or SUVs. So for example, if you go back to number three, the, the Dodge just get pickup broken a lot. Is, is, is 128,000 <laughs> units and the Chevy Silverado is 143,000 units mm. so far this year. Uh, How and many then, units <clears> for the number one? Well, I will uh, I will get to that in a second All because right. our number one vehicle is kind of by no surprise, at least for me, uh, is going to be the Ford F Series pickups, and that's going to be one hundred eighty six thousand units. Yeah, top three are pickups. 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 I wonder if it's a. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out why why that sticks out so much i feel like i mean you replaced your truck more often for you know for the work vehicle well the ford f-150 is the number one sold car of all time yeah uh it's always and i'd imagine those guys they beat them up yeah down and then just go back i mean that's the point of the truck really you know it's got to get 
it's got to work, and you can't just drag yeah. twenty years out of especially it, you know? a work vehicle like that where it's it's meant to be used and abused. You know, it's got to carry loads, so you got to replace it often. And yeah, so I mean, they they get worn out quicker. Hmm. Um, well, also, I feel like in general, in the last six or seven years, pickup trucks have just become a trend. Even people who don't use them for what they're made for, just because they want to have a pickup to drive around. Yeah. I feel like they're just I more popular that was, to own. Yeah, I was like, don't scratch my bed, the truck bed. I was like, it's a truck bed. Let's I know a guy. For that. I, know, I know a guy. I know a guy who bought a, a GMC Denali and when I asked him if he puts loads in the back, he said, hell no, this is a road truck only. And I was like, well, what's the point of having it then? Well, you've, you've seen that trend over time. It's like they, uh, they have luxury interiors. Batman oh, yeah. begins, uh, what could are all those push-ups? You can't move a simple log. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you could spend... Like, what's the point? You could spend 90 grand on a pickup truck. Right. You, you know what I mean? Full leather interior and oh, yeah. all the amenities. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, Ford came out with the... Uh, it was, I want to say, like 2005-ish. They came out with that Lincoln oh, pickup hideous. that was basically you know built on the F-150 platform, but mm. it was badged for Lincoln, so they sold it for more. It had some more luxury in it. Blackwood? <laughs> luxury. Was that what because, it was called? Blackwood or something? No, uh, I think it was the, uh, what they call that thing? I don't know. Ben will, Ben's already over there on it. But I remember it. I remember it. It was like a Lincoln pickup. Yeah. And basically, it was an F one fifty with with some like luxury amenities, like the Navigator, and it was a, but it was a pickup, and they you know sold it for more money. So weird. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. that GM didn't come out with like an Escalade. I think it's cattle, the, um, the Mark LT. That's what it was. Yeah, and I'm surprised GM didn't come out with an Escalade pickup mm. after that. But I don't know. They got the GMC Denali, which I guess is the the high end. Mm. Which right. I still I still see a lot of those around. The Denali's, yeah. yeah. Those are not cheap either. No. Those, are, those are nice. But again, at the same time, a lot of people who have them, they just, they're just for, you know. Just for sure. They don't actually work with them. Yeah. <laughs> they no. don't get dirty. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Suburban, did that go away? No, the Suburban's still around. It's still around? It's still around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Suburban, the uh, the Yukon XL, and mm-hmm. then there's the Cadillac ESV, which is the longer version of the Escalade. So, yeah, those are all still around. Huge. Very boxy. Very huge. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't we uh, go to break? And when we come back, we'll continue smoking back to back. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganor Salive stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds, cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganor Salive different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganor Salive. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. 
Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars, each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark, Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Inejo XO today. 
And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking the back-to-back -back Nicaragua. And while I have your attention, head over to YouTube's, the YouTubes and subscribe there. Uh, you can comment on that, I guess. Everyone's Press that well. bell yeah. thing. Press that bell and get right. a, and, you know, a surprise alert when we <laughs> post a new video. <laughs> and also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ashles Radio. Just to make it confusing. So we're back to the back to back. We're back to the back to the back. Mine's burning quick, but then again, I'm a fast smoker. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're cranking through it. Uh, I mean, it's performing well. Yeah, you know, it's uh, getting more sweetness, more of a uh, like a dark, uh, a dried fruit, like a dark dried fruit. I haven't nailed down one. I, I almost went dark cherry, black cherry, but I don't think it's it's quite that sharp. No. So it's more of like a uh, fig, but not quite. So. It's somewhere in the in a dried fruit realm, but not a citrus dried fruit. <laughs> it's almost like a hmm. I don't know about dried fruit. Well, wet fruit? No, no, wet fruit. It's right out. <laughs> yeah, that's gone. Well, gone. Yeah, you're right. It's a little tricky to pinpoint. Mm. It's fruity. I just can't yeah. put my finger on it. Yeah, fruity. So, hey. Some fruit notes, you know. Well, fruit notes, yeah. Speaking of fruit notes, mm -hmm. hey, Jonathan. Hey. <laughs> There's a fruitcake, Mr. Jonathan, uh, of the Cigar Authority. Mr. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan chimed in. <laughs> Jonathan chimed in with fruity pebbles. Could it be oh, fruity God. pebbles? Absolutely not. This is also coming from the same guy uh, who said... Fruity pebbles are straight up garbage. Chinese <laughs> Cinnamon Chinese pea pots was a tasting note. Yes. Yeah. Of course, that was 10 years ago or, <laughs> or close to it. Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I don't find this to be particularly strong at all. Mm -hmm. Maybe upper end of mild. It, it doesn't even quite rise to medium, I yeah. don't think. Maybe like a 4, 4.5. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. Which is, I mean, dab it off, that's normal. I mean, sure. it's complex flavor, but yeah. Um, you know, there's a, there's a little mix of notes there, and it's definitely not boring. It's not dull. Yeah, it's got a fair amount of flavor going on. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of transition, but... Uh, you know, it's kind of shifting balances here and there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a nice, easy smoke. Yeah, that's what I would I would I would like as someone. You know, you go to into your humidor and you're looking at what you have, and you're like, I want just something easy with flavor. It's enjoyable. That burns well. I'd go to this. This so is easy, like a Sunday morning. <clears throat> like a Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> be a good Maybe. Sunday morning cigar. <laughs> Could be with some coffee. It would be good with some coffee on the yeah. back deck. Yeah, no, it would be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This would be great with a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. I think so because you know, cappuccino. You know, yeah, yeah cappuccino. It's yeah, not so much chocolate anymore. I'm getting kind of some coffee. It's not a dark espresso, but it's coffee-ish. <clears throat> and I and again, I think. Almost that might have been what I was picking up originally in the beginning. It was definitely it was a darker flavor, and it was a, it was a darker coffee. Hmm. Um, as I continue to smoke through it, that's what I'm getting, and I think that would pair well with like even like Aaron said, cappuccino would be, mm. be fantastic. But yeah, I would say that this isn't overly too powerful for a morning smoke. You could definitely smoke this in oh, the morning, yeah. not a problem. Um, yeah, it's approachable. You know, yeah, anybody can enjoy it. So. Absolutely, I think that that's a fair statement. Which that's. Kind of a Davidoff's MO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not many Davidoffs out there that really... There's nothing that would shock anybody, you know? Yeah, I mean... Price tag sometimes, but yeah, these, I mean, not at all. Really. Price, I mean, yeah, like price, <laughs> price aside, like, when you look at their offerings and their line, yeah, there's really nothing in there that's really going to knock you out, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of strength and flavor. It's, it's, it's pretty... So, you know what we need? 
What do we need? A Fenway Park update. What's going on over there? Well, because um, you've been over there, right? I have been. Um, yeah, I mean, getting ready for baseball. The players are there. They're training, doing some simulated gameplay, working out, just you know, doing drills and whatnot. Just you know, kind of getting themselves ready to go. And, and they're are they kind of proceeding as if they're going to be playing without any fans in the stadium? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you're changing the light bulbs. It's all ready to roll. <coughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. did. I saw you that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the photographic evidence. Anybody who follows me on my Instagram is probably saw that. Yeah, I posted some videos last week with me, kind of high up there in the light towers. Yeah, yeah. Were you scared? Yeah, it's common past. No, I'm used to it. I've done it for so long. (laughs) Not inside the stadium usually, but (laughs) I've done that too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure you have. You. I've been there quite a bit. In my day, you look like the type. <laughs> How dare you be How accurate? Didn't with I your... see you fall down the bleachers once? <laughs> there was one guy when they had fish, just when I was a baby. Fish came and played a concert there. There was one guy that was so strung out on whatever it was. Mm. He just was not. He was not there. He I don't know where he was, but he, he might have not even done anything that night. He was just high for life. He yeah. just, now just that I think about acid it, acid flashback. Yeah. I don't look like Ben. I would venture to guess mm. that I wouldn't was go more see than fish. Mm, really? Come on. Yeah. You, I would venture to guess there was more than one guy like that. Oh, fish, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, of course. But there was just you one can, guy that I happened to see who was, who was, out of everyone I saw, this guy was the worst that I saw. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant by that. Well, did you ever go to a Grateful Dead concert? Mm. They came in as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did their fans compare to the fish fans? Well, I was walking along third floor balcony same age range you know? <laughs> i was walking along the third floor balcony and i was looking down at the first base deck and there must have been like 50 people just doing this just waving back and forth and i'm like what are they, they for our listeners they, they were no in idea. their own place it, yeah it's not even to the music in any particular they're just, way they're, they're in concert, somewhere yeah. mm-hmm. they're somewhere in their mind they have you know to them they're on a mystical journey you know what that is it's good drugs is what that is <laughs> you know who might have done some of that back in the day Who's that? Our friend, Old Fart Freddy. <laughs> oh, is it time? Is it, it's is time. it time? It's time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. It finally happened. For the first time in my life, I had to call 911. They answered and said, This is 911 emergency. What's the problem? I said, two girls are fighting over me. The operator said, so what's your emergency? I told them, the ugly one's winning, and they hung up. What kind of emergency service is that? I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. I'm guessing that's not appropriate. I was just going to say it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be my favorite. <laughs> it's like, you take him. No, you take him. <laughs> What's the emergency? I said the ugly one's winning. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that that's definitely You like there. that one? Yeah, yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, don't. when it comes time to change them out and get new ones, keep that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get rid of that. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, change one. the mount. I think is it change the mount. And I was like, man, that's kind of degrading. <laughs> right Do you there. need your ears checked, Gosh, Aaron? Apparently. <laughs> is your headset working okay? Over yeah, there? I've had a lot of hearing damage over the years. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> 37. No way. 
I spent a lot of time in front of an app. So. Wow. <laughs> he wow. seemed not to believe it. He thought he's older. Yeah. No, I thought he was younger. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a couple years younger. <clears throat> I was going to say like maybe 30, Usually, Especially when 31. I shave my beard and then I takes off yeah. a few, quite a few years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And when I grow it out, man, I'm like way older. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's <clears throat> you have a young looking face. You could have yeah. fooled me. Mm. 37. Wow. Good for you, though. I mean, that's good. good for you. It could be worse. It could be worse. You get thirty-seven and look fifty. You survived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt, you're like what? Forty? No, no, no. Older? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I'm like fifty-two. <laughs> I was pretty sure. It's the water, you know. Yeah, I got good, I got good water at home. <laughs> Spend a lot of time drinking that Boston water. Yeah, it's brown. Drink it down. It's very youthful. It's black. Send it back. Yeah, that, that dirty water. I love that dirty water. Well, the Patriots today were saying they might have, if they have fans, it'll be 20% capacity. Mm-hmm. Ooh, heard that. Yeah. Imagine what they're charging for those seats. <laughs> you know, they're already expensive. It's got to be insane. Oh. And you're going to be paying like premium for uh, way back because I, they're going to space them out so much. I wonder about it, too, because I'm quite certain they have more than that percentage in season ticket holders. So who do they decide yeah. goes who to gets the game? Cut? <laughs> They'd already been reaching out. And, and to see some kind who of like buying back or ra- and then going to raffle off the spots, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily what the Patriots are doing, but I have heard that some other NFL teams are doing that. They're already contacting the season ticket holders and say so they're going to kind of either so raffle them off or do a random draw. Now you've got to win the right to overpay for your <laughs> exactly. tickets. It'll be like shareholder. Uh, it, what is it? Uh, Timeshares for seats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it, while it is in New England's case, you're not paying to watch Tom Brady anymore. Way to bring it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm bitter Shows about it, too. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. Whoa. Now you're paying to see Cam Newton play. Which, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, you know what? <clears throat> I have, uh, I have like, mixed feelings about it, but more good feelings than the bad feelings. I well, think. I mean, he's he's gone before he started really sucking. So that's good mm. in, in that respect, I guess. And we get to see if it was Belichick or Brady that was the real force behind it, which I mean. <laughs> well, I meant about the potential of Cam Newton. Of Newton, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Brady, it, it sucked, but at the same time, you can't really sit up here and piss and moan too much because no. we had six titles and nine appearances. Yeah. I mean, the only six we've ever had. So. I, I you gotta, I, you gotta I be, still you remember happy growing up and the Patriots being awful. So yeah, I remember <clears> growing <throat> up and have holding all our hopes to Drew Bledsoe's yeah. golden arm. And I still remember 2007, which still cuts me deep because it would have been perfect. Ed remembers Bled- growing up in oh, Bay Perilli. Yeah, Bledsoe was the good times. Really. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you, oh. guys, you guys had the rough times. How about Tony Eason? Oh, Plunkett. <laughs> At least you guys had like the ins and outs with Grogan. Yeah. Sometimes 78, 79, yeah. he's the man. And then he goes away. And then he comes back to save your ass again and then goes away again. <laughs> no, I, I mean, Cam could be interesting, but I'd put him at 50 50 to make it out of training camp. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Injuries, yeah. yeah. Injuries or doesn't cost <clears throat> them much to cut him either. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, yeah, they got in on him real cheap. Yeah. But with with the potential. So, well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a bad move. I yeah. Right. Right. Remains to be seen. It's if, a good game. If, if they do well this season, then if there is a season, yes, <laughs> then yes. you can say, you know, that's a, another feather in uh, Belichick's hat. Or, it's, yeah, you just ride it out for the season. He's like, listen, we got rid of Brady and we can't say it was him now. So, Well, I would say this. This is my take on Tom Brady. So 
he goes down to Florida. He's gonna play. And he's got Gronkowski with him, and I know, know. I can't believe Gronk came out of retirement. So Ugh. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I think my and this is just my opinion. Uh, I think that Tom left New England for several reasons, but I also think that part of him was like, I want to go somewhere else and show that I don't need Bill. Well, it, exactly. I mean, and, that's, that's, that's the other side of it. It's like he wants to prove that he can do it as well. But, so, but I realistically think he's got like. Two seasons to two. Oh, yeah. If he don't get it in two seasons, that's it. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's already... Whole, he's, he's what, 42? 40, 43. 43? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, he was going to play... He said he was going to play till he's 45. This con- current contract will keep him there till he's 45 years old. So yep. it, it, it is par for the course. But both of them, both Brady and Belichick, view this as their legacy opportunity. Yep. Bill, if you know anything about him and listened to him enough over the years, legacy is something that's very important to him. Yeah. And if you watch some of the actions he's taken over the years. So I think because he only has a legacy, he doesn't have emotion, doesn't have anything. Else. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. The, the robot only has yeah. his legacy. And that, that hoodie. That's it. <laughs> so we'll see. It'll be very interesting. It, please, I've never wanted an NFL season more in my life than mm. this one. Oh, my, no. And of course, this year has to be so in question. But. Let me ask you an opinion on this, Ben. Yeah. If you, so whenever the next season that is played, let's just let's play the hypothetical game here. Let's say Brady does lead the Bucks all the way to a Super Bowl title. Do you then say? Do you think he then says, "All right, I'm throwing in the towel because I won somewhere else. I don't need to win it ten times. I proved my point. I'm done." No, because I think a big part of him is TB12, right? Yeah. And what TB12 supposedly stands for and, and what the goal of it actually is, is about, you know, athletic longevity, mm, basically. Yeah. So I think the best selling point for TB12 is if he's still an elite athlete at an age when you're not supposed to be an elite athlete. Mm. Okay. So I think if he won this year, say the season went off and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this year, he's coming back for one more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I they, mean, I think even if they go in division, I mean, that's... I think regardless, he's playing yeah. both seasons, yeah. unless yeah. he gets seriously hurt. And yeah. Ben, don't they have the supplements that cure corona, or they make it you immune to it, or something? You know. Well, I know if you drink a lot of water, you'll never get sunburnt, according oh. to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> drink I, enough water. I have to drink a heals lot. Faster. <laughs> is it? Don't forget, his personal guy, Alex Guerrero, is a charlatan. <laughs> he's been whacked by uh, whacked before for. "Quote unquote cancer cures." Right, uh, he's a fraud. The worst. He's yeah. a fraud. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know you can make up a lot of stuff, but don't say cancer cure. I mean, that's like, well, they you know it's like you're just were, gonna get called out. They and, were touting concussion water. Drink mm-hmm. this water, and it'll give you a concussion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll give you a concussion. <laughs> yeah. It's made it's just, with cement. It, it's just ice. And <laughs> drop it on your head. All right. Well, we got to get to a rating. We're running out yeah. of time here. We're, we're going through all the stereotypes of a, a guy show, and we're talking about cars and sports and <laughs> ugly women. <No. laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, uh, who wants to go first? I went first last week, so okay. I'll start then. Uh, I'll go ninety-one. Uh, construction is great. Uh, I like the flavor. It's good. It's consistent. You know, can't take any points off for that. And you know, it's just a solid cigar. Yeah, I'll go an eighty-eight on it with the caveat that the the price point on it is really good on these cigars. I think you're getting a lot of quality for the money. Hmm. I think I'm going to go 90. I think it's a it's worthy of a 90. I wouldn't call it a plus 90. It's a good cigar. It it smoked really well. 
good price point, good flavor. You know, it's a Davidoff product. And like I said before, it's an easy go-to smoke. It's a simple smoke. It's not too overbearing. It's a lot of flavor, but it's not too strong. Yeah. Easily could be smoked in the morning. Easy like Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday morning. Ben, what are your thoughts? You guys suck. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't give you an easy middle. 88, 91, 90. I guess I have to go with a 90. Can't make it easy for you every week. No, you guys usually do, but I like it. Um, <laughs> the construction is very good on this cigar. Yeah. I really like it. it you know, the retrohale is not too strong. It's not eye-watering strong, but mm-hmm. it does have a little bit of a punch to it. Yeah. So I really like this cigar. So I, I'll stick it at a 90. All right. There you have it. Sounds good. All right. You've been listening to The Ashholes, broadcasting from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Head over to unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. You can see our past episodes and some other great podcasts. We will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.